When you pray to God, who do you pray to? Who do you imagine in your mind's eye when you're praying? Is it the Father, God the Father, or Jesus, or the Holy Spirit? Or maybe you have a more general sense of God when you're, when you're praying. I mean, uh, neither way is wrong, but it, it is helpful to spend some time praying and relating to the different persons of God. We know that the Holy Trinity are, are, are totally united, yeah? They have the same heart and they share in the same mission. So the mission of Jesus is also the mission of the Father and the Spirit. And the mission of the Father is also the, the, the mission of Jesus and the Spirit. They're, they're totally united, but each of the different persons of the Godhead do give us different perspectives of God's love. And they do help us to, to realise uh, the different ways in which God is at work in our lives and in our world. And so it's important that we do have a relationship with the three persons of the Trinity. I'm not sure about you, but I suspect that most of us would probably relate least often with the Holy Spirit. And that's understandable because uh, I think it's easier for us to picture the Father or to picture Jesus, right? We're, they're concepts we're familiar with. <laughs> but, but the Holy Spirit is not necessarily so easy for us to imagine. It's a bit more mysterious, a bit more mystical. But clearly for St. Paul, the Holy Spirit was no less real and no less important in his life. In his letter to the Romans, which we've been reading through, he talks a lot about the role of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And remember in chapter 5, he says that the love of God is being poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit. And then in, in chapter 8, which is the chapter we're working through at the moment, he gives his whole treatise on how the Holy Spirit is working in our lives he says, I'll give you a bit of a, a, a summary. He says, the Holy Spirit is not only poured into our hearts, but he says, the Spirit dwells in you. And that means that Christ dwells in you because the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of Christ. He says, it's this Spirit that redeems you, that sets you free from sin and death. And it's also this Spirit that unites you with the risen life of Christ. It's the Holy Spirit that enables you to share in the resurrection. But that's not all. He also says that the Spirit is God's mark of ownership on you. That the Spirit gives you a new level of identity as a child of God, as a son and as a daughter. The Holy Spirit draws you into the most intimate relationship with your Creator. But that's not all. <laughs> Today, St. Paul says that while we are groaning here on earth, as, we, as we're longing and waiting for the fullness of life of God, he says the Spirit also helps us in our weakness. Anyone got any weaknesses? <laughs> And St. Paul says the particular way that the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness is by praying in us. 
Paul says that often we don't know how to pray properly. We could say that most often we, we pray according to our will, not God's will. <laughs> and then, of course, there are those challenging times in our lives, isn't there, where we, we don't even have the will to pray or the energy to pray. Well, St. Paul's reassuring us today that, of course, the Spirit knows the will of God. And, and so the Spirit, as the Spirit prays in us, uh, the Spirit prays according to the will of God. And, and the Spirit does that without us even using words. I'd love to talk more about that, but don't have time today, another time. Uh, and, and as the Spirit prays in us according to the will of God, uh, the Spirit opens our heart more and more fully to God's will in our life. The Spirit helps us to surrender to God in such a way that God is able to take everything from our life and turn it towards good. And that's what St. Paul's saying today. We know that by turning everything to their good, God cooperates with all those who love him. Now, the point that St. Paul is making as he talks about the Holy Spirit is that we cannot do life in God without the presence of the Spirit. It's the Holy Spirit that initiates our relationship with God. The Holy Spirit makes it possible. The Holy Spirit makes it happen. The Holy Spirit continues to animate our relationship with God. The Holy Spirit continues to draw us deeper into God's will. Our job is to make sure that we do not try and do what only the Holy Spirit can do. That's our job. You see, we cannot make ourselves receive God's love. We, we cannot make ourselves right before God. We cannot make ourselves share in the risen life of Jesus. We cannot make ourselves grow in love. We cannot make peace and joy happen in us. And we certainly cannot make out God's will for our lives on our own. Only the Holy Spirit can do that. So we need to make sure that we are partnering with the Holy Spirit in our lives constantly. We need to become friends with the Holy Spirit. And that, of course, we see so strongly in St. Paul. He said, it's no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. What's he saying? I've just totally surrendered to the Spirit in my life. I'm allowing the Spirit to take over and just to do what God wants to do through me. One simple way we can do that is just by giving God space in our prayer time. Be quiet for a minute. <laughs> Stop talking. <laughs> Stop thinking. Uh, just make yourself available for the Spirit to pray in you and pray through you. Try your best just to clear your mind and just invite the Spirit and trust the Spirit. Even if you don't hear anything or feel anything or sense anything, just trust that when you give permission to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will pray in you according to the will of God. 